0: Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 8, you will hear stories from our ninth collection sooner or later. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at RandallJones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. Eventually, The Gig Is Up by Ellen Zoroff. I was working in Italy in the heat of summer as a bookkeeper for a hotel whose local property was a village of grass huts with no plumbing or electricity. Its focus was on the sailboats windsurfing and snorkeling afforded off the Mediterranean coast. The village was set among trees laced with trails which led to the open-air restaurant where bees swarmed over the jars of jam at breakfast time, but would move politely away if you dipped your spoon into their mass. Then they would settle back onto the golden marmalade made from local oranges or the blood-red berries picked in a town not far away. The huts acted as an incentive to stay outdoors, used only for sleep and changing. The hotel provided a large central latrine with one toilet and a series of faucets and showers for those who were insistent on keeping clean. In the morning, the chefs who would rise early to bake the daily array of breads and pastries commandeered the lone toilet and if one chose not to squat over the holes which were otherwise provided, one had to wait until they were done reading their paper contemplating their day, or whatever else it was one did behind the door which housed the sole ceramic throne. I was not legally working there. As my stint was only a few months, the company did not bother with the requisite visas and all the Italian red tape that they came bound in. When the inspector came around, I was given a day off, and told to disappear and blend in among the tourists although few to no Americans were visiting and my Italian couldn't possibly pass for a local, even one with a speech impediment. I relished these days off as we were a workforce on call 24-7. So these days of leisure were like ice on the tongue on a hot summer day. The rest of the staff, locals, would look on enviously as the three Americans ran free but below the radar on these clandestine vacation days. We did not wonder what would happen if we were found out as it seemed a charade both sides played. The ignorant work inspector who didn't look very hard but enjoyed a hearty meal of wine and French fare, and the bosses who let their employees disappear for a day occasionally hiding in plain sight. We all rolled the dice that we could play this game for just a few months. It was an idyllic time, feet hardened with inches of callus from running barefoot along the dirt paths that wound between the huts, through the bars, past the restaurant, down to the beach and up to the night. The night was the disco perched atop a small bluff overlooking a vast sea where long days ended with too much drinking and dancing to tunes which had been hits three years ago but had taken that long to reach this not-so-remote island. I'm so excited Gloria and YMCA drifted through the air and out across the waves which crashed on the boulders far below. But even Halcyon days must draw to an end. As summer began to close its doors and nights called for sweaters and clothing we had not the foresight to bring, payday came in the form of a wad of bills which summed up my few months' efforts. It was more than could fit in a wallet, so it was hidden in my suitcase, where I thought no one would look. As we got to customs, the agent who rifled through our bags was not being feted with a meal of wine and seafood. He looked suspiciously at my tan and my passport's entrance stamp and asked what I had been doing. I had been living my best life, dancing in the moonlight drinking homemade grappa. But I knew the gig, and the jig, would be up sooner or later and gulped as I laid out a story about travel around the islands, visits with friends, and threw in a story of meeting the local Marine Academy cadets on the boat ride over. He was thorough in searching and I thought of my hard-earned salary going into his pocket, but when he picked up the little pink clamshell case that held a diaphragm, he recognized it for what it was and disdainfully replaced it among my belongings. Little did he know it held a few thousand tightly folded French francs and the diaphragm itself lay in a pocket of some sun-bleached jeans. As the plane rose over the sea, I laughed at how I had escaped what seemed to be an ill-fated story. I tucked my memories behind my ear and began to plan where to go for some fine Parisian food. Copyright 2023, Ellen Zoroff Ellen Zoroff lives in New York City and has recently published three books, A Laird Tress, A Tree's Tale, and Once Upon Reflection. She runs a small foundation and travels, trying to help community projects while collecting stories and sharing stories from around the world. Read more about this writer and background on this story in a special feature of Six Minute Stories called Author's Talk. Thank you for listening to another 6-Minute Story. You can read them all in the nine anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's r-a-n-d-e-l-l-jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next Personal Story Publishing Project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.